good evening, and um, I'm glad to have the privilege to come and share with you again this evening, and I pray that you've had a wonderful day. I pray that uh, the Lord has blessed you and been with you, even if it's been a difficult day. Um, the Lord is with us on the good and the bad days. As the old song said, he's the God of the mountain, and he is the God of the valley. And last night we started really looking at some practical ways to please God and to live a more productive and successful life in this new year. And last night we started on the topic of integrity. Starting in Psalms 15, the Bible said, O Lord, who may abide in thy tent, who may dwell on thy holy hill, he who walks with integrity and works righteousness and speaks truth in his heart. And so we talked about how integrity is doing what's right. Uh, integrity is then lived out, and it's because of the truth in our heart. So integrity is the number one way we please God and we can be productive and successful in a new year. And so it just goes on and practically lists the ways that we live out integrity. And so it says in verse 3, and that's our verse for tonight, He does not slander with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friends. I think that the number one reason that the psalmist starts talking about integrity and then talks about slander is because I believe it is the easiest sin to commit. I believe a slip of the tongue is the easiest sin to commit. Many times we don't even think about it. We don't even mean to. Uh, maybe we uh, are just in a conversation about someone and, and they say, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? And, -so? and um, we might say, yeah, I, I hated to hear that. Well, by the time it gets back around to that person, it was, well, did you hear how bad so-and-so was talking about them? And all of us, when we talk about slander, we always go to the mindset that, well, we've been the one that's been slandered, right? We've been the one that's been harmed. And, and all of us have been slandered against, and all of us have been guilty of committing this. That's why I think the Ninth Commandment is so hard to keep sometimes, because the Ninth Commandment says, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And so... Many times we do it unknowing because we don't know the whole story, the truth. We know parts of it or a version that someone else wants us to know. And so that's why it is so difficult, um, and but yet so important. It starts out here in this first part of it and says, He does not slander with his tongue. So he just flat out says, if you want to be the person that dwells with God, to reflect God, to live like God wants you to, it starts with the tongue. After you commit to be a person of integrity, doing what's right when no one's looking, it starts with your mouth. It's where it overflows from that. Because out of the mouth is the overflow of the heart. And so it says that I should not be, and you should not be, slandering people with our tongues. It should be always on our mind that every word we say could harm people. And I have been guilty of that. That's why as Christians it is so important that when I harm you with my words or you harm me with your words that we come to each other and say, hey, I wish you wouldn't have said that. Hey, what did you mean by that? Um, because sometimes we're misunderstood. 
Sometimes we're misquoted. And sometimes we just downright say things that we shouldn't. Um, I have noticed in my life that I am guilty of slander when I'm hurt. Um, when I hear something that someone has said about me, or when I hear something that someone has told in the community that's not true, and I get angry, uh, I want to say things about them. And so slander is, is that number one area that God says, how are you going to live out integrity? Because slandering doesn't happen usually from the rooftops. It happens in the quietness of a small conversation. Uh, it's, it happens in our living rooms as we're talking. It happens in uh, meetings uh, in private. And so he says right there that he does not slander with his tongue. The marks of a Christian, are we going to struggle with this? Yes. Are we going to fall short with this? Yes. But we should be striving to be people who do not harm other people with our reputation. I, uh, this is one of my favorite sayings that I am praying through this year, and it is this. You might hurt those that you love from time to time, but you will not destroy them completely. If I love you, I'm going to fail. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to do things that, that, that hurt. But if I really love you, I won't destroy you. I won't live and talk in such a way that destroys everything about your life. The second part of this, it says he does no evil to his neighbor. And when we think about this word neighbor, we think about people that live across the street or, or down the road. But that's not what it really means here. It means companion, friend, intimate, brother. And so it means there that not only are we to slander the people that we don't really know that well, we're not to slander those that we care about. I think that's easy sometimes as a family, right? Um, I have a sister, and uh, she doesn't always agree with the things that I do, and I don't always agree with the things that she did, does. And I have a wife. I don't always agree with the things that she does, and she doesn't always agree with the things that that I do. And I have my mother and father. I don't always agree with the things that they do, and they don't always agree with the things that I do. And it's so easy sometimes uh, to just be sitting around, right, even not even just our family, but those people that are close to us be like, well, I wouldn't have done it this way, or I wish they wouldn't have done this. And in those moments of our frustration, we have done evil to our companions, to our friends. And so it's really important if you're going to be that person of integrity, if you're going to be living in a way that is productive and successful, you've got to start by doing what's right, and you have to try to eliminate the damage that this thing in our mouth does. How many times at work have we said something in frustration to our boss and then it caused us to be writ up, wrote up, written up? I'm not sure what the right word is. How many times at church have we been hurt and said something about a family? Well, that family, you know, this, or, or and we don't even mean it the wrong way, but yet it is done evil to them. It goes on and says in the same verse, nor take up a reproach against his friend. And this really means that I'm not going to take up a crusade to destroy the people I love. You and I might not always agree on everything. You and I might not always be kind to each other. We might say things in, in moments of anger or, or just carelessness that hurt. But a Christian, a godly person, never sets on a vendetta to destroy another Christian. It can't happen. 
Maybe you've met someone like that that all they do is talk bad about a certain person. You know if you're going to have a conversation and you're going to bring their name up, it's always going to be bad. It's always going to be what's wrong with them. It's always going to be their faults and failures. Friends, you are listening to a wicked person because a true Christian does not take reproach upon a friend. You can really say it like this. The best way to apply this verse is even if it's true but it harms someone, I shouldn't say it. I shouldn't say it. As a pastor, uh, I really work hard not to share personal information about people um, and uh, personal struggles with people. Um, and uh, I think that's very, very important. Um, one, I'm never alone with females, not my wife. Two, I don't handle the church's money. And three, I try as hard as I possibly can ever to break someone's confidence with what they've told me. But I think probably one of the hardest things to do is when you know someone is talking about you and you know what they are saying is not true and you know the truth, uh, but yet everything in you wants to stand on top of the rooftop and shout, let me tell you what really happened. Let me show you those text messages. Let me show you those Facebook messages. But yet the Spirit of God says, hey, how about you keep your mouth shut? Because if you share that information about this person, how will anyone ever trust you to keep their information private? That's why Proverbs 26 says it like this, and I believe it's one of my favorite verses. In verse 4 and 5, it says, Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Answer a fool as his folly deserves, lest he be wise in his own eyes. My predecessor, uh, the pastor who was there before me, he always told me, he said, Jake, no matter what people say about you, no matter if it's true or not true, good or bad, don't ever respond. People will, will get themselves in trouble with their mouth the more they talk. People that are spreading lies will eventually tell enough lies that people will realize that's not what you told me the time before. People will realize that if they're talking that bad about you, then they someday would probably talk that way about them. You see, this is a quote that I have not been able to find who said it. I don't think I came up with it. But it says, Never trust a person who destroys other people. Never trust a person who destroys other people. As a Christian, this year I have tried to commit that when someone comes up to me to talk about someone, that I'm going to say, I really don't feel comfortable having this conversation. That's probably one of the most awkward things to say to someone because... Most people are just taken back by it. I'm taken back by it because I've had people say that to me. I don't think I'm comfortable with this conversation. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. And so tonight, if you really want to dwell with God, to be called his people, it starts with integrity. And that integrity not only is lived out, but it's spoken out. So tonight, I want to challenge you as God has had to challenge me. Like I said, I've said things I shouldn't said. Uh, slandered people I shouldn't have slandered. I, I'm guilty. We all are. But what we can do is commit today to not slander with our tongue, do evil to our neighbor. And even if it's true, if it harms somebody, it's best just leave it alone. And if you'll do those things, I promise you, God will bless you. God might not vindicate you as quickly as you want him to, but someday it'll come out. If not on this side of heaven, in heaven. 
And think of all the headaches you could avoid if your tongue didn't get you in trouble. I'm sorry tonight if this video went a little bit long. I don't have my watch. It broke on me today. I don't have a clock here in my office. And so really going to try to keep them to 10 minutes. Um, but I think it went a little long tonight. And so I just want you to know I'm praying for you. I love you. Anytime that you listen to one of these videos and you say, well, Jake, I know you and, and you're not telling the truth, send me a message. Give me a call. I'd love to apologize to you if I've done something. Uh, I'd love to help pray with you as you struggle through these issues too. And uh, that's why I just try to be upfront and honest with you each night and uh, just pray that the Lord will use his word and someone else who's willing to say, hey, here I am and I'm a big sinner saved by the grace of God. Uh, and know that I love you, I pray for you, and I pray that God blesses you in a mighty way.